0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the College Cookery Podcast. I know it's been a long summer, but we're back, and we're going to start off this year with a staple for college students, and that is pasta sauce. Now, this is a very simple one. It's not going to include fresh tomatoes, red wine, anything like that, that a lot of pasta recipes do, and because of that, it's going to be a lot cheaper, but it's also going to be maybe not as good as some of those recipes. So if you're interested, you can find more complicated and probably better tasting recipes online. But this is just very simple for people who don't have access to or don't want to buy red wine or anything like that. But there are a lot of other recipes out there. If you want one of them, you can actually watch The Godfather because not only does it have a great story and it's a great piece of American film but it also conveniently has a recipe for pasta sauce. But this is just one that's really cheap and easy and actually really low effort. So what you're gonna need for this, you're gonna need a cup, teaspoon or so of minced garlic, and a teaspoon is usually about two cloves, chopped up minced, or you can buy minced garlic. You'll need about two tablespoons of olive oil, just enough that you can cover the pan and sort of start cooking the garlic. Three ounces of tomato paste, Then about half a teaspoon of salt, pepper, and Italian seasoning. That's just a rough estimate. You're really going to season that until it tastes right to you. Then you're going to need a 15-ounce can of tomato sauce and 15-ounce of diced tomatoes. You can have regular diced. For this time, I use petite diced. It doesn't really matter. The only difference between those is really how large pieces of tomatoes you're going to have. So that's all you need to look for there. I will also be using about half a pound to a pound of ground pork. You can use any meat or you can use no meat. And if you do use meat, I've also used about half of a regular yellow onion. And that just helps you cook that with the meat as you'll see. But with that being stated, you're also going to need a large pan. You're going to need a very large pan because you are going to be adding all of your ingredients in there and cooking them down. And you want to make sure your pot or skillet is large enough to hold all that. And if you are going to be browning meat, you're going to want to do that in a separate pan. But if you're not browning meat and onions, you only need that one pan and then stuff to start it with. But with all that, let's go ahead and get cooking. All right, so ignore the dishwasher in the background first thing you're going to do is I've already got my oil and garlic set out. So for this you're going to need about a teaspoon of garlic which is about two cloves if you're mincing it yourself and about two tablespoons of olive oil. Now I didn't really measure out the oil or the garlic and you can easily use more garlic if you want. You just want to get about that much. You don't want to add too much oil or else it's not going to really mix into all of your sauce the greatest, but if you want something with more garlic, by all means use more garlic. I used a little over two per recipe, so it's really up to you. And we're going to go ahead and put that in our large pan. We need to make sure it's pretty big because that's what we're going to put all of our sauce ingredients in, so you need to make sure it can hold several pints of tomato paste and stuff like that. But once we have that on there, we're just going to cook this for a minute or two, wait for the pan to get hot. We don't want to cook it down all the way. We just want to cook it a little bit, especially until it starts to get a little bit brown and start to get a little bit fragrant. But while that's going, we're going to go ahead and get our tomato paste. You want to make sure when you go to the store, you get tomato paste. It's very, very thick, but we're going to thin that out with the other ingredients we'll add in a bit. So you'll need about three ounces of this. I'll be making a double recipe, which was going to make it a lot more. But all the measurements I'll give are going to be for the single uh, single serve. So for a single single recipe, that's the word. For a single recipe, you're going to need about three ounces of tomato paste, and you're going to want to small spatula to get the rest of that out of the can. Now we're not going to add that yet, we're just opening that up so once we have our garlic cooked, we can just pop it in. So make sure you stir up your garlic once it starts getting hot and then we're going to grab what else, everything else we're going to need this next step. So next you're going to add, while that's cooking, go ahead and set out The rest of your ingredients for this next part, that's gonna be your tomato paste that we already opened. Then we're going to have salt and pepper, just about half a teaspoon or so each. Really, it's just until you taste. You can add that as you go. And then the same for Italian seasoning. You can use anything. Italian seasoning is just a mix of different spices. This one I have is marjoram, oregano, thyme, rosemary, stuff like that. But if you have other spices you wanna try, you can add those in as well. But we're gonna wait on that. We're setting those out. Our garlic is cooking really nice. We're gonna give that just about another minute. And then we'll pop everything else in. And once again, you're gonna want your uh, pan at about a medium high heat. That'll help cook down that garlic. Once we start seeing some brown, we'll add everything else in. Yeah. This is not, like I said, this is not going to be the best pasta sauce recipe. You can find a lot more ones out there that are gonna taste a lot better, but this is a really good one for someone who doesn't have a lot of time. All right, we can see our garlic is just starting to get a little bit browned. So what we're gonna do now, we're gonna take our spatula and in that pan, we're gonna drop in our tomato paste. Make sure, use that spatula, get as much of it out of there as you can. You don't wanna take too long because you'll need to start stirring this. Just get it all out. All of it up. You'll notice how really, really thick it is. It's not like tomato sauce or anything, which we'll add later. Once that's in, go ahead, start stirring around. Watch the oil, just mix that up for just a second, get that garlic incorporated, start to get some of that oil, and then as you go, just sprinkle in your seasonings. I'm not going to take a measuring thing, you can if you want, because we want to keep stirring this, I'm just going to pop it in there. And then once you do, keep stirring that for another couple minutes. You'll get all those spices mixed up, all that garlic mixed in, start to get some of that oil incorporated into your tomato paste. You just wanna keep moving that around the pan. We don't want anything to stick to it. And we definitely don't want burnt tomatoes or burnt garlic in our sauce, because you will taste that. You wanna just keep stirring it around, scrape the sides of the pan. I'm using a wooden spatula. If you're using a non-stick pan, you obviously want to use wood or plastic, not metal, but keep mixing that up. Make sure you get all of the tomato paste out. Just run that through the can maybe one more time just to make sure you're good with that. And just over the next couple minutes, make sure you keep stirring that tomato. We don't want it we want it warm, and we want it to absorb that oil, but we don't want it to burn to the bottom of the pan. So once you've done that for a minute, we're gonna go ahead and really quickly take it off of the heat. And we're going we're going to turn our eye down to low, about three or so, but we're going to move our tomatoes off of that eye so they don't cook for a second. Then we're going to get the rest of our stuff, our tomato sauce and tomato paste, and we're gonna pop open both of those. Tomato sauce and diced tomatoes, I apologize. I'm gonna open up the tomato sauce first and that'll help us absorb all the heat from the bottom of the pan because your pan is off, but a pan like that is really gonna retain heat the thick of the pan, the it will retain, so I'll keep stirring that up really quick. And then just add about 15 ounces of tomato sauce. Once it's in there, shake it out. Get a spatula if you need. About 15 ounces of that, and just mix it all up that tomato paste incorporated in there. Then once you have that, we're going to do the same thing with our diced tomatoes, again about 15 ounces. I would normally use regular diced tomatoes, but I couldn't find any. So petite diced are the same. They're going to taste, they're going to make your sauce a little less chunky because they're much smaller but any kind of diced tomatoes will do. I'm using plain ones, but you can use ones with low sodium, with green chilies in them, anything really. Shake that out and then you're good. So we're gonna mix that together. And then as we're mixing it, we're gonna put it back on the eye. Don't forget we turn that down to a medium low. So we're going to stir everything together make sure it's all nice and mixed up we're just gonna let that sit and heat up for a second and then what you're gonna do now you're really just gonna leave this on the this eye for 30 minutes to an hour depending on how much time you have stuff like that you're going to want to simmer it down until you get the thickness you want if you want a really thick sauce, you're obviously going to simmer it for longer. And if you want a thin sauce, you're going to simmer it for a lot less. But it's still really cold right now, but I'm going to try just a hair. It's on a spoon, fork, whatever you have around, spatula, whatever. Just give it a taste, taste your seasoning. and then season it as you want. I'm gonna add a little bit more pepper, a little bit more Italian seasoning. This is one of those things you just wanna check it as you go. You don't wanna, you wanna taste as you go because if you over season it, you can't go back. If you under season it, you can add more, but if you over season it, you're kinda stuck. But we're going to go ahead and let that simmer down. Keep stirring it every few minutes, just making sure It doesn't stick to the bottom of the pan. Always make sure we don't burn that on the bottom of the pan and simmer it down. And then here in a few minutes, we'll come back and start browning our meat. So our sauce is still cooking down. Just make sure we're still stirring it every so often. Keep tasting it, adding in your that you want. I added a little bit of crushed red pepper. You can add anything else you want. Just make sure as always you add in moderation because you can add more you can't take more out. But what we're gonna do now is there's a lot of different meats you can put in it. You don't have to put in any meat at all. But I am going to brown a little bit of pork and put that in the sauce today. I'm also excited because For a gift I got directing one of the plays I was in, I directed. I got a cast iron skillet, so I am very excited to use that too. But so what you're going to do, take your pan, put it on the burner, and you don't have to add a lot of oil. I just added a little bit of olive oil to help it out. Higher fat meats are going to produce a lot more grease, so you don't necessarily need it. I don't know how much fat is in this pork, so I added a little bit of oil just to be on the safe side. And so what I'm doing now, added that oil, and I'm going to add some onions in there too. So I'm gonna add the onions, and I'm gonna brown those for a minute before I put in our pork. Just make sure, dice them up, doesn't matter what size. Smaller ones will obviously cook down a lot faster. But the good thing about this is we can also put this into our sauce before it finishes cooking down. And that will help because the sauce being so hot will help cook those and break down some of the fibers and stuff in the onions, making it easier to eat less crunchy, more soft. If you notice one thing, I notice my sauce doing this. If it starts to bubble a lot, that's not a bad thing but you want to turn that down just so it doesn't splatter everywhere. You don't need it up super high and you can turn it up and down. You can also cover it up with a pot lid if you have that. That'll work fine too. Keep from getting the kitchen you're working in all just got all covered in tomatoes. There's really no science to this. Let's stir that in. You can start to hear our onions sizzling. Let's just keep turning those just a minute and in a moment we're gonna add our pork. So with this just like with the sauce you can add anything you want. I'm gonna add just a little bit of salt and pepper because the meat was already seasoned and we already added our seasoning to our sauce. It's good sausage anyway so we don't need a lot of seasoning but just whatever you want you can add that whenever. I'm adding that to the onions but you can very easily just add that with the meat as well. Making sure, keep stirring those. Bring the onions from the bottom to the top. That'll put the onions from the top to the bottom. And that just helps make sure they're all getting cooked evenly. And obviously we're not burning them. As that, you don't have to keep stirring them constantly. But just every minute or so, keep those onions going nicely. Once we see them start to get a little bit translucent, that means they're starting to cook. That's when we're gonna put in our meat. They'll continue to cook after we add our meat, obviously. But onions take a little bit longer to cook, which is why we don't dump it all in at the same time. Just keep that going at a steady rate. You don't need to go too fast or too often. But just looking at that. And so I'm using about a pound of meat and half an onion. You can add more meat, less meat. That's just what I had on hand. But start to hear, starting to get nice and sizzly. I have it at about a medium. You can go up a little bit higher. I'm going to do that really quick just let that cook down and once again it's almost getting there but once we hit translucent that's when we're going to put in our meat and start browning that Like I said, I taught mine relatively big. The smaller you have them, the quicker they will start to cook. That's just true with most things, that's how transfer of heat works in cooking in general. But mine are starting to clear up. You can add a little, give it a little bit more time, but I'm going to go ahead and just pop it in, because I forgot to defrost this, so I put it in the microwave so it'll take a little bit longer anyway which works out for us. Once you put it in there, just make sure you take your spatula and start breaking it apart. I'm using a spatula for this. There are things that are designed to help brown meat. I'm just not using it at that time. You can really use anything. Just make sure, especially if you're using a non-stick pan, Trying to use a plastic or wooden spatula because for nonstick pans, metal utensils are going to take out your nonstick finish, and you really don't want that because then your food starts sticking and you start scraping off little bits of finish into your food, and you don't want that either. But while we're doing this, last browning, as always, keep stirring up your sauce, scrape the bottoms. Make sure there's nothing under there. All that jazz. After this, all you really have to do is let the pasta simmer, the sauce simmer down as you add in your meat. Let those flavors just cook together. The longer they cook together, the more evenly they'll be spread out. And then all you have to do is cook up whatever pasta you want. It's really up to you. This is far from the only pasta sauce recipe you will find. There will be a lot more with a lot more ingredients and they'll definitely taste a lot better. Almost definitely. But this is just a really quick and easy one because if you're living on your own, especially outside of a dorm in college or right out of college, whatever that is, pasta is a great food source. You can pop in any kind of meat you want. It's quick, it's easy, it's really cheap. So I have found, especially over the past couple years, I have been subsisting on a diet that has a good deal of spaghetti in it. But pasta is very cheap. Sauce is usually pretty cheap. But the good thing about this is it's even cheaper than say, store-bought sauce, and you also, Don't have to worry about, if you're watching high fructose corn syrup, something like this, won't really have that in there, whereas some pasta sauces do. So if that's important to you, then that's another plus. But we're going to let that cook down, and then once we put it together, we'll check back in. All right, so once your meat is brown, go ahead and just turn off the heat. And then all you're gonna have to do is just scoop it into the sauce. And then once it's in there, make sure you scrape the pan, get all that stuff out. Depending on what kind of meat you use, you might wanna drain out some of the grease. This was a really low fat piece of sausage, thing of sausage, so I don't really have much to drain out. But drain out whatever you need to, dump the rest in. Then all you have to do, is mix it up and like always just let that sit then all you need to do mix it up simmer it down to whatever consistency you want and then cook up some pasta and pop it on it's really simple and this will keep in the fridge in a Tupperware container for a few days so if you want to just make it bulk like I do and just use it whenever you need some pasta whatever you want to cook up some this will last for a few days and should be pretty good let's give it a little bit of a taste really quick that is good and then like i said keep tasting it add up any of the spices you need as you go add them gradually and the longer you cook it the more dispersed those flavors will be but other than that once you get your pasta you're pretty much done so thanks for listening thank you for listening to today's episode today's recipe has been pasta sauce and this comes from the recipes every college student should know cookbook by christine nelson If you enjoyed it, please follow us on whatever platform you have. Leave a rating if you can, because the more we hear back from you all, the better we can change up everything and hopefully reach more people. If you know people who might find this interesting, please share that with them, because word of mouth is a great way that stuff like this is spread. And the more people we can get cooking, it's a great hobby. It's great to learn. And who knows, you might end up enjoying it like I do. If you want more information about upcoming episodes, chances to suggest things for the podcast, stuff like that, you can follow us on Instagram at College Cookery, and we'll have updates there most of the year. But with that being said, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week.